Welcome to the Smart Money Mama Show, where moms get real about money to help you find your financial confidence and live your best life. Now let's talk money, mamas. Hey there, mamas. I'm your host, Chelsea Brennan. And today we're talking about the two words I say almost constantly. It depends. How much life insurance do I need? Depends. Should I invest more in stocks or more in bonds? It depends. Does it make sense to pay off my mortgage early? It depends. Money is personal. And I know when you're new to money, hearing it depends. Hearing options instead of specific, you need to do this right now. Advice is a little bit scary. What if you make the wrong choice? When you're new to this world, you may not have the confidence to make any money choices. You probably think someone else just knows better than you, but you know yourself and your goals better than anyone. So today I want to share why prescriptive, inflexible money advice rarely works, why money strategies that are unique to you and your personality are the only ones that work long-term and how you can start to chart your own path to financial success. Before we dive in, remember that you can view the full show notes of this episode and download your free Meaningful Money Goal Kickstart Guide at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 83. All right, you ready? Let's do this. Here's the deal. Rigid money advice sells, but it doesn't work. So many people come into this world of personal finance and financial education, and they just want to be told what to do. They don't want to make decisions. They don't want to hear me say it depends. They feel like they are lost and they don't know what to do. They don't trust themselves enough to make a decision. What if they make a mistake? What if something goes wrong? And so they look for someone, anyone who will tell them what to do, who will tell them loudly and strictly do this and this and this. But I'm a big believer that old school money systems and advice can actually do more harm than good for a lot of people, especially women. The first thing is old school money advice ignores the fact that money is emotional. It tries to break everything down to black and white, dollars and cents, right and wrong. And that's not how our lives work. We all have competing goals, competing incentives, and we have to decide what to do day to day. And sometimes one choice will make the most sense. And then in another season of our lives, that has to switch, right? We have to do something else. And so for us, at a different season of our life, HelloFresh didn't make any sense to us. We were completely happy to cook and meal prep. Everything was easy. When we wanted variety in our diet, we'd go out to eat. But then COVID hit, and we just couldn't mentally process meal planning anymore. We had our kids home with us all the time. We were tired. We were all a little bit stressed out. And so then making that extra investment, spending a little bit more money, when on a dollars and cents black and white basis might not make sense, it saved us time. It saved us stress. And it actually, at the end of the day, saved us money because we ate less takeout, because we were more likely to eat what was in the house because it was easy and because it was delicious and different every single week. And so while on a base decision of making your grocery budget as cheap as possible, that might not have seemed like a good idea. It ended up being a good idea. And so that idea that money is emotional and that it changes doesn't fit in when you go buy one of these books and try to follow their step-by-step advice. But the big problem, if you remember before, I said that it can actually do more harm than good. 
And the reason is that it shames missteps and any behaviors that isn't that black and white dollars and cents. And it tells us that we're wrong. It tells us that we're stupid or that we're bad with money or that we don't have willpower when we're simply doing a thing that might be best for us at that point in our lives. And that it solidifies these negative scarcity-based thoughts that we probably already had coming into it. It's why we asked for advice in the first place. And when we fail, when we've been shamed one time too many, when we failed the system one time too many, and we go to walk away, it's never about the system. It's somehow about us. We walk away feeling like we must just be bad with money. I guess we just can't budget. I give up. And when these systems do work, it's rarely the pure system. There are so few people you meet that say, oh yeah, I did absolutely everything Dave Ramsey or Susie Orman said to do at every single level, and it was perfect. When it works and you start to ask those people questions, it most often works because whoever was following the system allowed themselves to customize it when they needed to. They grew out of the system or with the system, depending on what it was. You can find people that are like, oh my gosh, yes, I love Dave Ramsey. He saved my life. And then when you ask, they say, well, I grew a three-month emergency fund before I started paying off debt. Or I used it to get out of the first half of my debt, but then I altered my system to start investing and doing debt. Or I don't follow his investing advice at all, right? These pieces that shift. And that is the key to understand that These systems have to be customized for us, and we can use these rigid ones as a jumping off point if we need to, but I don't actually think we need to anymore, and I want you to know that because those places shame missteps, because they don't build in the emotional side, I don't recommend people start in those places only because you might come away with a bigger mindset issue that we have to deal with to get you to the big end result where you want to go. You might get to the beginning milestones. You might build that emergency fund. You might pay off a couple of credit cards. But to get to that dream life you want and you deserve, one that honors rest and fulfillment, that is going to be a money mindset thing we have to work through because what got you to getting out of debt will not get you to the next level. Does that make sense? And coming back to when we fail, it's not about the system. If you are someone who's listening to this and you've tried these kind of rigid systems before and failed, I want to reiterate, before we even go into money strategies that are unique to you, you are not bad with money. No one is born intrinsically good or bad with money. We do not know the things that we need to know to be good with money. And so you have the power. You do hard things every day. You have the power to manage money in a way that works for you and gets you the life that you want. You're worthy and capable of getting that life. And I just want you to repeat to yourself over and over and over again, I am worthy and capable of affording a life that I love with a money system that works for me. So let's go into money strategies that are unique to you are the only ones that work. The only ones that work. Why do those rigid systems we were talking about, why do those systems fail us? Why do we talk about when you went off base the fourth or fifth time and you finally decided to walk away and just give up money for a long period of time, not give up money. We can't do that because we have to handle it all the time. But you know what I'm saying, giving up money management. The problem is money isn't something we handle once. 
it's not some engine part or car failure that we can go fix and then everything is fine. It's part of our lives every single day. You can try valiantly to change your whole personality and contort yourself to fit into a quote unquote good money system. But it's like swimming upstream even when your life is stable. Like when everything is good, you can kind of make it work. Like you can kind of fit it into your day. But then your schedule gets busy or your stress level goes up. And then it's like swimming up a waterfall. Like you could barely hold it together when everything was fine. But if it doesn't fit your lifestyle, your personality, it's just not going to work. It's never going to feel natural. You can't change your entire being. Not to mention, no one wants to spend their time striving towards someone else's goals. What you want and what I want, they aren't the same things. And that means that how we choose to spend our time and our money is going to be different because they're working us towards different goals. And our money strategies, our money independent dollars and cents goals, they need to align with those things. Where are we headed? Sure. We can all see the benefits of having an emergency fund and getting out of debt, but we don't feel motivated to do those things because we know they're smart. They don't excite us and get us out of bed like, woo, gotta go pay off more debt. We get motivated to do those things because of what they get us. That sense of peace, that freedom to leave a job we don't like, the ability to help our kids pay for college. Those are the things that tie to our root core values, to who we are and what we want that then we're willing to do it, that then we're willing to make the changes in a way that works for us. Once again, like those ways, those changes might be different. And the example, the biggest example I can give you is me and my friend, Rosemary Groner. So if you go back and you listen to the episode of this podcast with Rosemary Groner, she and I talk a little bit about our different budgeting systems. And she is one of my closest friends. I love her to pieces, but oh my goodness, how she manages money in her budget gives me the collywobbles. Like I just can't even process how she handles it. And so she tracks like three big categories. That's it. And she doesn't really track the independent dollars and cents of every expense that she makes in general. For me, I need to see the numbers. I need to understand exactly where my money is going. I don't feel like I have a handle on things. I don't feel like I'm seeing when I'm making expenses that aren't aligning with my values if I'm not tracking them regularly. But if you talk to Rosemary and I try to pitch her my system, that gives her the collywobbles, right? She's like, whoa, like I, that's way too much. I could never keep up with tracking it. It makes it feel no fun and overwhelming. And I don't think it actually matters for me because these are the three buckets that really only I need to pay attention to and reduce and structure, right? So she focuses on the ones where she has the most overspending. And if she just focuses on those, the rest will kind of sort themselves out. And that works for her. There are a million different budgeting systems. There are people who do cash envelope systems. There are people like Kamiko Love, who is also on this podcast, that budget by paycheck. There are people that budget by the year, right? I think we had Tasha Cochran on from One Big Happy Life. She budgets by the year. All of these systems are different, and they all serve who we independently are as people and how our minds work and our personalities work. So if you want to succeed with money long term, you need to align your strategies and your habits with your unique personality and values. The more you try to jam a square peg into a round hole, the more you'll solidify the belief that you just can't handle money, which is so untrue, and I don't want that thought in your head. This might take some trial and error. This might take a little bit of practice and some real introspection about what matters to you, 
about how you've made other habits work in the past. The secrets to this might not be in anything having to do with your money, but how have you developed healthy habits? What are the things that you're really proud of that you do well? And how are those things built into your routine? Can we tack money onto them? Can we learn how to handle money in the same way that we handle maybe our health or our sleep or our self-care? How do we do that? Let's get more specific, though, about how we create those systems, because I don't want to leave you at this has to be unique to you, because that's how it's going to feel natural and fit into your day to day. That's true. But I want you to have some of the tools to start to think about creating your own system, especially as we go into 2021. And you're thinking about next year, and you're thinking about your goals. I want it clear that you can find your own system. So how do we do that? How do we create systems that work for us without having to go out and try 50 different things before we find the right one? We'll break it down after we hear a quick word from our partners who help make the Smart Money Mama show possible. Mama, let me tell you a little bit about one of my favorite money-saving apps. Ibotta is a free app that gives you real cash back, not points or codes you have to calculate the value of. And I've been using it for years, receiving hundreds of dollars in cash rewards. And today, we have an extra exciting announcement. For a long time, Ibotta has been focused on helping us cut our grocery bills, which goodness knows we need some help on. But now they're bringing that cash back savings to even more purchases we make every day with their new browser extension. Simply add it to Chrome, sign into your Ibotta account, and get notified every time you're shopping on a site that offers cash back with Ibotta. I've already used it for holiday gift orders, and all it required was a single click. Add the Ibotta Chrome extension or download the free app today to start saving. And Smart Money Mamas listeners can unlock an exclusive $20 cash welcome bonus with the code MAMA2020. Extra money to put towards your savings goals? Yes, please. Okay, Mama, before we're diving into charting your own path, I want to take a minute and tell you this concept This idea that I can't tell you exactly how to make every decision in your financial life, it's a hard one for me to handle. I so badly just want to give you all the answers, but I know that if I tried, it wouldn't always serve who you are and what you want. Instead, my goal always has to be to give you the knowledge, the tools, and the support to choose for yourself to have confidence that you can make the right decisions with your money when your unique issues come up. It's why I developed the Motivated Mama Society, our membership community, instead of trying to create a course to encompass all you need to know, getting control of your mindset, deciding what matters to you, finding your own path. It takes education. It takes financial literacy, but it also takes ongoing support. It takes being surrounded by people who are living in their own truth and charting their own path right along with you. It's why I love the society and it's why I will continue to say it depends, to give you the options and empower you to choose the right path for yourself. So how can you start charting that path? First, you've got to know your money mindset limitations and make a plan for shifting those limiting thoughts into more abundant, positive, thriving ones. These negative stories that run in the back of your brain, ones that might have been embedded from childhood or from old trauma or just from some assumption, some self-worth issue that you've had for a long time, 
that is going to keep getting in your way, no matter what system you choose, whether you're trying to implement somebody else's rigid system or come up with your own, you will self-sabotage without even noticing what those negative stories are. So figuring out what they are, diving a bit into your money story, and then defining, stepping into your power and defining what you want to believe about money, what money means to you. And maybe your mantra is exactly what I said earlier. I am worthy and capable of affording a life I love. Maybe that is something that you say every single morning when you wake up. But I want you to take that thought and I want you to figure out what small, consistent action will regularly prove to your brain that your more abundant, thriving thoughts are the right ones. We need to build a track record so that when anything related to money, when anything related to what you want and your passions pops up, your brain immediately goes, oh, I can do this. Oh, I've got this. And not whatever that old negative story was. Maybe that story of I'm bad with money or that story of I just don't deserve wealth. I just don't deserve rest. We want to quiet those voices and bring out the positive ones by creating those regular actions. For some people, that's listening to five minutes of a money podcast like this one every single day. That is jotting down their mantra. That is sticking it on their bathroom mirror so they see it every time they wake up and every time they go to bed. You have to figure out what are those small, consistent actions that work. One of the ones that I love, and this is actually a really fun example, is moving money into savings. And so we hear from people occasionally who are like, I just don't have enough money to save. I can't save. And the recommendation is, okay, I want you to set a goal of once a week, you're going to transfer $1 into your savings account. And if you can do more, great, but no matter what, $1 a week. And you'll find that After the third, the fourth, the fifth week, when you're starting to build that habit of, I want to get to the end of the week and put my money in, you'll find and see new creative ways to come up with more money to save. You'll find money in your budget just because you've opened up your brain to stop saying, I don't have money to save. When you say those words, when you believe them, you don't see the opportunities. You've closed yourself off from them. And so those teeny tiny consistent actions, whatever they are, micro habits, figure out how to get them started once you've decided what you want to believe about money. Then the next thing you need to know is what are your values and what are your goals? What matters to you? What matters to your family? Where do you want to be a year from now at the end of 2021? Where do you want to be five years from now? What do you want your retirement to look like? Will those things shift and change over time? Absolutely. But the more you can align smart, healthy money choices with exciting end results, with things that truly matter to you, the easier it'll be to continue to do them even in moments of stress because it'll feel like you're being yourself instead of trying to be somebody else. Aligning your money with those values and those goals You have to figure out what way that works for you. Maybe you budget like Rosemary and maybe you budget like me. Maybe you budget like somebody completely different or you're just your own individual self. But you need to find some way to regularly assess whether your money is going towards those things that matter to you, whether you are prioritizing what matters for your family or you're not. And that usually requires some kind of check-in. I know some of us would love to hear that you don't have to budget, but for the vast majority of us, you do have to budget. So you're going to have to find a system that lets you check in, lets you come back and really review, am I aligned with what I want and where I'm going? Then what I want you to do is to break your big dreams into bite-sized goals that get you where you want to go. I always use the metaphor of dominoes. I want you to look at your big goal 
and think about the path of dominoes you need to line up to eventually knock that big goal down. What's the first thing you could do today that maybe is only a goal for this week or this month, but if you do it, it'll get you to be able to do the next goal and do the next goal and do the next goal that will ultimately get to your big goal. The reason these little steps are important is one, Things that are long in the future are just really hard for our brains to contemplate. Like, yeah, we all know saving for retirement is important, but that feels like it's a million years away. And so it's why we don't tend to get a lot of questions about retirement from people until they're like 55 and they have that, oh crap moment of, I didn't think about this for a really long time and now I need to figure it out. So the bite-sized goals give you an opportunity to A, celebrate and B, check in to, okay, I've gotten a step closer to this big goal. Does this still feel like the right path for me or do I need a different path? And it gives you an opportunity to not get to the end of a road and be like, wait, I didn't actually want to be here. Wait, this was somebody else's dream. This wasn't mine. It gives you those check-ins. And the beautiful thing about money, as long as you're making the wise choices, (laughs) that financial foundation that you're building, that healthier money, you know, the healthy emergency fund, that getting out of debt, all those little pieces can serve any goal. You can shift at any time you're not locked in, but you need to give yourself regular reminders that there are huge benefits to building the habits that you're building. And then the last thing you need to know to chart your own path to financial success is that you have to be willing to make mistakes. Sometimes you're going to go the wrong way. Sometimes you're going to blow your budget. You're going to have a bad day and you're going to spend money on something you didn't need to spend money on. Or you're going to transfer your IRA wrong and owe some money in taxes or have to do some paperwork to unravel it. Things happen, but nothing you do in your financial life is unfixable. We can always fix it and move forward. This is not an end game. The journey is not over. And so just keep learning about who you are and what you want. Just keep doing the next right thing. That is how you get where you want to go. So as you're starting to think about your plans and goals for 2021, be sure you're looking inward. What do you want? How do you work? What do you need in this season of your life? Then pick up pieces of money systems that fit who you are and get you where you want to go. That way, when you hear me say, it depends, and then spell out the different options, you'll know which one makes the most sense for you. You've got this, mama. As a reminder, you can grab your free copy of the Meaningful Money Goal Kickstart Guide and view the full show notes of this episode at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 83. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I can't wait to see you step into your money confidence and reach your biggest goals. Keep talking money, mama. I'll see you next time.